Welcome to the Shoulder to Shoulder podcast. This is Christian with my co-host Chris. And today we're hosting and have the three founding members of Los Angelinos Originales, one of the prospective supporter groups trying to join the 3252. And who we have here is Francisco Prieto, the president. We also have Raul Vargas, uh, vice president, and Kenny Becerra, the founder and also vice president. Uh, part of the group. So uh, thank you guys for being here. Oh, thank definitely. You thank you for having us, guys. Uh, and before we jump into their stories, we're calling it kind of an origin story. Um, we want to uh, talk about some of the recent developments with the team. There, there's been a lot of changes. There was a, a game against San Jose, which they lost 3-0. And then there's there were some recent signings that uh, Chris and myself want to talk about. So over the past week, uh, LAFC has signed... Uh, Seven players. We've got uh, two goalkeepers that we signed, Philip Ejimadu and Pablo Cisniega. Cisniega, right. Good job. <laughs> That's right. I'm working on it, man. Yeah. I'm working on it. Um, Peter Lee Vassell, our first draft pick from the Super Draft of this year, was signed. Lamar Batista, Nico Hamalainen. Anybody else want to say a stab at that? And Adrian Perez and uh, Edward uh, Atuesta got his green card. So they actually signed six people. We had six people on this list, but Edra, uh, Eduardo Atuesta got his green card. So that opens up a uh, international spot for us yeah. to allow for uh, maybe one of these other potential players to uh, fill that international slot. No, definitely good development uh, in terms of the signings. Something that jumps out at me is that Purely Vassal is only 19, which is crazy. Um, and he performed well. And then Batista as well from T2. Uh, very calm in the back. I think he's definitely going to be one of the prospective uh, signings to compete for a center back position in the next few years. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, as of today, so today's Wednesday that we're doing this recording, Phoenix Rising FC was having a, a preseason match, I believe it was, and they had uh, Shaft Brewer and Lamar Batista. They were in the starting 11 there, but they were uh, put on an asterisk as a guest player. That, so. I think that's good because they'll be able to get some playing time um, with the Phoenix Rising. I, I don't know how many minutes they'll necessarily have gotten with this last preseason, preseason game coming up against Vancouver because I think... Bob Bradley wants to get as close to 90 minutes from their prospective starters. So I think them going to Phoenix Rising is definitely a good thing. You know, and to keep that in mind, uh, with the uh, preseason game coming up this Saturday, everyone who is listening should be aware that we have the uh, jersey launch at 12 to 4, and that, uh, that's at the stadium before the game. So you guys uh, you guys excited to see the, uh, the fuzzy, uh, staticky screen shirt? That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> It's. I mean, that's that's what it looks like, right? Yeah. It's just got those gray lines, and everybody. It's a leak, but I. That's what I really feel like it looks like. Yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, any anything LAFC is is always worth being excited for, and just can't wait for it. Yeah, you're right. Though. It does look a little little staticky, like late night TV set. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly like it a little better than the last jersey. A little, a little more of a. How do you guys feel it? about the gray instead of no gold on this away jersey? It's fine. The gray, the gray doesn't bother me too much. It's really just the, the light color. I'm glad the guys have a light color of a away jersey when they're in those hot, really hot away games. Uh, they won't be overheating yeah. too much. So, yeah, from uh, from that perspective, you know, it's all fine. Yeah, I, I reserve my judgment because I did overhear. <laughs> um, the inspiration what it was to the jersey is, and I'm sure they're going to tell the story when they launch it, but the whole mantra of street by street, block by block. 
So I think that's why they got that gray and it looks grainy because it's supposed to represent concrete. It's uh, my my thing. Uh, so where'd you, where'd you hear that? Uh, I heard it on another pod, actually. Oh, oh okay. Um, so I was doing my research and it was it was actually the interview from Heart of LAC, LA Heart of LAFC with Rich. Oh, the Rich, one-on-one with Rich. Oh, nice. And nice. Rich actually mentioned that on the, that podcast. Um, so I want to now see exactly what, what it looks like in real person versus this grainy leak because if it really has details about this kind of concrete street uh, concept, then I think it's going to be a cool kind of jersey. Hey, shout out to Jerry Jimenez too for doing the uh, new one-on-one for the Heart of LAC hashtag PodFam. That's he just did that today actually yeah. on the way over here. There's we, a full network that we're developing across the board, so you know you're definitely going to be able to get your flavor of LAFC information uh, across the podcast that we're all working hard to put out. Absolutely. This is for, like I said, for all of you guys here at the fans, and you can hit us up too at LAFCS2S, or you can uh, shoot us emails, Chris at LAFCS2S.com or Christian at LAFCS2S.com. Uh, so now we want to get to the main event and the reason uh, we've been looking forward to this podcast, and um, that's to talk to the Los Angelinos Originales, or when they, you know, kind of say it in short LAO, when you're at the stadium, that's what you hear them chanting when they're together. So one of the things that I wanted to ask the three of you, you know, tell us about the supporter group, how this was formed, the origins of it, and how it's grown to to where it is today. So well, well, I'll have Kenny, you know, you'll discuss that a little bit, but I do want to mention um, one of our friends over with um, Expo Originals, he was in an accident. Um, Jose, he, um, you know, he, he had an accident at work. So in all of the groups, you're, you're going to see a lot of support for him. Um, in the GoFundMe page, and if you know you're willing to donate, you can find that in our in our um, Instagram, Los Angelinos Originales, or even better yet, at the Expo Originals bio, they have the link also. So definitely, you know, donate and share so everyone's aware that we're all shoulder to shoulder here and trying to help out our brother there. And I've never had an opportunity to meet this guy, Jose. Yeah. Is I, but I, I, it seems like from the things that I've been reading on social media that he actually has a big presence uh, at 3252. He's part of yes. the drumline. Um, He's one of the drumline leaders. He actually. Um, you know, when I met him, he, you know, I disclosed and I told him that I was, a, and I've, I've drummed since I was a teenager as well. So he invited me right away and he's like, hey, you know, coming to the drum line, I, you know, I respect, respect would be declined just because, you know, I have a huge family as you guys are aware of and stuff. So I can't dedicate my time to that particular moment. But um, it, it was, you know, he is a very friendly individual and he's always um, really social. You're always, you always feel welcome when, when he's discussing things with you. It's very important for the LAFC family to support, especially when there's tough moments like these. I know that it was a significant injury. So please, you know, if you do have some money that you were thinking on spending on something that you probably don't think is important, please just donate to this person because he gives so much to the club and to the community. And it's literally one of the heartbeats at the stadium in the 3252. So us giving back is very important. You can find all that information on the uh, Expo Originals uh, social media pages. Yes, right in the in the bio. So I want to hear their their origin story, how the the group was founded, their journey to this point, and where they are, and how they feel uh, they're contributing to the thirty two fifty two Independence for uh, Union. Yeah. So basically, um, at the end of twenty fourteen, uh, you started hearing rumors of MLS expanding a franchise here to LA. Um, I know for years they've been talking about a place uh, where the stadium was going to be at. It was cars. I mean, uh, not cars and uh, commerce. I heard commerce, and so at that point, we or I jumped on it uh, with a group of my friends uh, from Angelino Heights, which is a little corner um, right next to Echo Park. Um, 
got together, told them, why don't you, uh, why don't we just do a get together and do a little supporter group uh, in preparation for the new club that's that's on its way. So that's how that came about. Um, but fast forward a couple of years, um, I met um, Raul, who uh, is dating uh, my girlfriend's cousin. And Raul himself had been a club manager um, for him, uh, for a club him and his friends had been running for quite a while. So we, uh, we sat down and discussed the expansion um, of LAO. And uh, yeah, from, from that point forward, uh, we just started growing kind of exponentially. Yeah, so like how Kenny said, so Kenny and I actually sat down and talked about this, the first match. So the first match, first ever match, not at the bank, just right. first season yeah. match, yeah. We sat down, we talked about it. And then I want to say by the second or third home game, we already had the ball rolling. But uh, that helped us a lot. That helped us keep that family family yeah, going. And it, was, and it was honestly the the whole feel of both sides. Like um, Angelino Heights, the way I grew up there, it's very similar to how Raul and uh, Javier and the guys from down in the Adams District grew up. You know, a couple block radius where all your friends are. And that's how you grew up. So you grew up uh, really, really building a love not only for your friends but for football and football together those rivalries that come out of watching you know the EPL um, La Liga and all that so mm-hmm. to have a chance to to I guess mesh in with with our own club a, a brand new club from Los Angeles that actually represented <clears throat> that downtown and LA culture um, yeah we it was something we really really look forward to uh, to putting together and and so you guys said that back in 2014 that, that that was when that was why you guys have established in 2014 on your scarves um even though you guys are currently right now in the uh, the trial probationary status with the 3252 so what what happened between 2014 and uh 2018 in the first game that you know uh what where you know what was the what were you guys doing in terms of like as a supporter group and and how come, you know, things didn't start off where you guys were already on the ball rolling, you know, with, with the rest of the support groups? So me personally, um, I started in 2014, um, but in mid-2015, I suffered a pretty big knee injury. Um, I had a, my meniscus removed uh, from the inside part of my right knee and I had an ACL repair. So I was basically sidelined on a couch uh, with a brace from my ankle to my thigh. So I really couldn't get out and do much. Um but once I was able to move around, um, yeah, got the scarves made, uh, the season got closer and closer. And like I said, everything just kind of came together kind of perfectly um, with Raul, myself meeting uh, the first first match. And um, by the third match, like you said, we were in the stadium sitting together. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what, what section was that? It was, it was right, like, right? like one oh. It's all the way like 102, I think it might have yeah, been. It yeah, it was all the way at the very top. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember the first time that I, you know, officially became a part of LAO, you know, Raul and my brother, um, my cousin, you know, they're really good friends with Raul. And that's how I, you know, we actually grew up down the street from one another. I just never had the chance to meet him. We've experienced that whole neighborhood feeling. So it's kind of like, hey, I know you because you, we grew up in the same area. Um, my brother and my cousin told me about it. Um, Raul and, you know, Kenny were very welcoming. And, you know, when they asked me to, to join, I said, well, I'll join, but I want to become an official group. You know, we, I really want to contribute to the 3252 in, in some way. So that's kind of where I came in, um, into the picture that was, but May, um, early May, 2018, yeah, I think the right. first, the first, you know, event at the tailgate was when we had our friends that I live on there. You know, what is the process like, you know, for people that, you know, don't necessarily know much about the 3252 or any of the other supporter groups. 
you know, or for anyone that potentially is thinking that they'd like to have an opportunity to start their own supporter group down the line, like what do you, you know, cause you talked about it before we actually started recording yeah. the obligations that come with it and the expectations and the time commitment. And there's a lot of stuff that people, yeah, don't there, there, it's, understand. it's not just, it's not just showing up and saying, Hey, we're a group. There's our name and here's a flag, right? That's the easy part, the, the hard part. And it's not really, I wouldn't say even difficult. It's just the, the, the amount of time that you want to put into to support the overall good of, of the 3252 by volunteering at events, you know, helping out with in the, in the stadium, setting up before the match, um, helping out with TIFOs, helping out with the election process, helping out with whatever they need support in. That's where we, you know, we were always um, willing to help um, in terms of becoming a, an official group. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, there is a waiting period and, you know, during the waiting period, we just have to prove ourselves to ourselves and to the 3252 members that, you know, we're not here just for, for anything. We're here for the club and to to really support them in, in that way. We do have to follow certain rules that, that the stadium um, has presented to us. And we do have to sign, you know, code of conduct that that shows us the rules um, that we have to follow in the stadium and in the community. Right. Because it's not just chanting 90 plus minutes. It's, it's supporting in the community as well. Yeah. So. You were mentioning that there's particular guidelines, and for those that are interested in starting their own um, supporter group, I, I definitely would, you know, tell them to reach out to the new president that was just elected, because um, and reaching out to the 3252 supporter unit, Jimmy Jam, yeah, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy from Black Army, Jimmy from Black Army, uh, congratulations, had, buddy, had a had a successful campaign and was able to win that, and well deservedly. You know, everyone that was up for the elections have put in you know, blood, sweat, and tears into uh, turning heads for those that visit the, the Bank of California scene for the first time because uh, the atmosphere there is electric. And, uh, you know, LAO is part of that, but I know I want to recognize Jimmy and the rest of the, the candidates for, for everything that they do. Why don't you talk about some of the things that you guys do that it's obvious because it's, it's shared with everyone uh, on social media or they see you out and about um, on game days and non-game days doing for the community. With the community that, like I said, we had a soccer team. So um, I started off with an adult team called Malia United. We pretty much have most of our players are from South Central. They're mm-hmm. from West Adams. So we keep that that bond with the community. And one of our other members, Jerry, he he now started a youth team called Golden Go. Golden Go United. Golden Go United, which we they practice right around, nearly right around the corner on Vermont, right yeah. in front of the... What's it called, Kenny? Uh, it's right in front of the, the of the pool. Yeah, uh, right Expo, Park, Expo, Expo Park. Park. Yeah, Expo Park. pretty much Expo Park. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that started off, honestly, with a group of like 10 or 15 kids. And now I want to say it's like 45, 50 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's actually, I think, a little bit bigger now since he has um, he has a, U, a U9 team and a U11 team. But each team has two squads and they have full teams. It's, it's, it's probably over 50 now. Yeah, and then we also have another member, Robert. Man, he's Amri Laguna FC is pretty big firehouse. Like mm-hmm. they're they've been around for a while. And Robert, he yeah. does a lot for those kids. Like they those kids travel yeah. everywhere. I Shout think they were just there. in Vegas. Yeah, yeah they, they were win. just in Vegas. Yeah. And so what you guys is it just is it only time that, you know, the members put in to the community to coach these kids? Or are you guys also fundraising or what what kind of things are the LAO members doing? Uh, for these particular clubs that you guys are you know, coaching and uh, well, founding? Well, we we also fundraise and we help like a couple of kids. Like there's a couple couple of kids from Jerry's team who their parents can't afford to pay the small the small fee. So um that gets covered. Um, 
a, a lot of just small things where if we're needed, we jump, we jump in there and yeah. we try, we try yeah, to help. We try to treat them like our kids. I, I myself, I'm the, I'm the goalies coach for, for, uh, for every team. Um, so I'm in charge of the little keepers. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's, it's Raul himself though. He's actually, he's done a fundraiser um, that was uh, all the benefits and proceeds went to a church uh, in. Oh, that's Park, right. Yeah. We had, our, we had our event. Yeah. Um, yeah. We did a little event fundraise for that. Um, we partner up with uh, El Levanton. Uh, mm, they shout out to Levanton, Cano over there. Uh, they do a, f- a yearly fun, uh, yearly toy toy drive. Yes. Uh, and they end up in Tijuana giving uh, giving all those toys out yeah, to TJ kids for the kids. TJ for them for the kids down there. So it's it's we try to not only just try to do ourselves, but try to latch on to other people around us. Yeah. Like I said, we're we're big on helping not only our community but other people in their communities as well that need the help. Now, when you guys do this, uh, I mean, is it under the umbrella of LAO? Like, are you wearing and representing LAO so that the people in the community that see the people that are helping them out are associated with LAO? Or is it just you're doing that because that's the community that you live in? Well, we're doing it for the community. And like yeah. I said, like, um, yeah. like a lot of people in the community already know us. Exactly. And um, well, like Kenny knows, Kenny was at a, a tournament we had not too long ago. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so our soccer team is Malia United, but they, we had our LAO scarves and everything. And um, there's actually a Vietnamese restaurant called Lao. Oh. So everybody, everybody in South Central, they, they, they call this Lao. Like, oh, Lao, Lao, Lao. So it's like, so it's like they get a kick out of it also. Yeah. But yeah, we, we try to represent the community and LAO. Yeah. I mean, we, we rock our gear, um, but it's, it's at the end of the day, it's not about that. You know, we, we try to be good people above everything else, you know, yeah. regardless if we're a support, part of a supportive group or not, you know. Like, I, I, I love my neighborhood. Unfortunately, you know, I, I don't spend a whole lot of time up there anymore. Um, but I see a lot of good that's done here by uh, Raul. Um, his girlfriend is a special ed uh, teacher. You know what I mean? So it's a lot. It's a lot that goes in. Everyone has little jobs in the neighborhood still, you know? Yeah. I think most of us have, in, in the members in our group, um, maybe a lot of us have jobs in the community. You know, I'm, I work in the special ed field, right? Raul's wife works in special ed. My wife works um, in the school district. Um, Eric, one of our other members, he's a preschool teacher. So a lot of us give back to the community in some way or some, some form, um, you know, even, you know, through our careers. And uh, what about like in the off season? What are your guys' plans, you know, for, for the off season and building and, and trying to, you know, in the event, right? Like you had an opportunity this off season to, to try and go through this vetting process. You know, now you're going to have this upcoming season still part in the vetting process. You know, what about do you guys have any like future plans for for how to grow your supporter group and how to try and get more members? Or what if somebody wanted to become a member? Right. Like what what kind of things do they need to expect? OK, so uh, I, I can speak to that a little bit. We we are pretty much a family oriented group. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows one another. And Christian will you know, probably talk about a little bit about that. But we all are connected in some way or form. Now, if you don't know someone, you will feel like, you know, someone because we we are very welcoming um, you know, we let people know, hey, if you ever, you know, feel like you want to come down to 106, come down and, and, you know, hang out with us, you know, have have a couple of drinks with us and just enjoy the, the, the game. You know, that's what we're there for. Um, in terms of vetting process, I wouldn't say we have an actual vetting process. I say it's more like, hey, just show us you're there because you want to support the team and you're good people. Right. That's bottom yeah, line. Yeah, a lot of the people, I mean, 106, uh, we weren't there since the beginning, obviously. 
Um, but a lot of the people that have joined LAO, especially towards the end of last season, um, there were people that were just sitting next to us, you know, all season long anyway, and yeah. decided to finally talk to us and say, hey, how you guys doing? You guys seem like a cool bunch. Um, and that, it goes from there. So it's like we're trying to maintain that whole family feel because at the end of the day, um, we have to we have to watch out for each other. You know, whether it's a 3252 member or, or an LEO member, you know, you have to you have to make sure that whoever's around you is definitely uh, on the same level that you are. You exactly. Know? And I can I can speak to that. I can kind of give um, my personal story. I know I briefly mentioned it in the uh, last podcast with Tyler that um, I'm part of LAO and that to look to his left to give us a thumbs up because, you know, we're always cheering for him. But kind of how I got to meet uh, these guys, which is why this this is a very meaningful uh, interview for me um, because they're sharing their stories and uh, being very graceful with that. But uh, how I got to meet them was uh, my wife and I went, have been going to the game since the beginning of last season, right? And I've gone to every original event before that. Uh, I'm really pumped up. And the, part of the reason is because I love the sport. I grew up supporting the local team before uh, LAFC, but it was just logistically too far. But she knows it's an obsession for me. And once this team was basically plopped down the street from her um, and the stadium started coming up and she saw the community engagement and uh, represented basically her neighborhood, she started getting into the sport because of it. So going to some of these tailgates events before the games uh, was an amazing experience. And you know, we would walk around, we would get there early. And for those that have never been or listening to this podcast, you should try the, you should definitely try to be there at least two hours before because there's just music, vibe, people are barbecuing, all kinds of food. Um, and you can meet so many people that are there for the same cause. So that's what we were doing. We were just getting to know all the different people that were there and all the supporter groups. You know, we're out there and we're all very welcoming. We met like the founding five supporter groups. In that journey, we ran into LAO, and lo and behold, uh, my wife went to high school with Raul and Karen, who are basically family of the two of the three people here. And I felt super welcome. Like they had never met me, you know, put their arm around me, and uh, gave us some food, some beer, and just started talking about soccer, the neighborhood, LAFC, and what this meant to be part of uh, the initiation of this team and the initiation of the supporter group. Um, and then over the next few months, you know, they, they started talking about uh, becoming official and incorporating themselves uh, into this vetting process with uh, the 3252, which, you know, has made me proud of being a part of the supporter group because we're all, I'm also part of this initiation journey, not only with the, as a fan with LAFC, but with, you know, Los Angelinos Originales, putting all this work and effort uh, in the stands and in the community and me being part of that uh, makes me feel very proud of uh, the things that we've, we've been able to do together. But, you know, not to say it wasn't because of some of the leadership that's here in this room. And I want to thank you guys for that. Oh, thank you. For, we're we're very you. happy to have you, too. Yeah, thank you guys for showing up. Man. Yeah. It's always a pleasure to be around you guys. So, you know, with that, uh, um, you guys have, you know, are different, different. You guys are good at different things and you are three different leaders and pillars of the supporter group. So, you know, why don't you guys talk about a little bit about your roles and what you guys like to take on um, to make this a success? So I think part of what makes us really special um, is our leadership, uh, I guess the hierarchy, right? Um, we've elected, obviously, uh, Javier uh, Francisco as our president. Um, he's an amazing delegate. 
Um, he's very, very, very good with people. Um, I think part of that is his day job. You know, he's in, he's, he's a head of a department or something like that, I believe. Um, but yeah, it, it, we there's no real official position beyond that. We all share everything. We all talk about everything. We discuss everything thoroughly. And if the three of us can't come to an agreement, uh, we incorporate uh, three more members. Exactly. Um, and we figure it out there. And smaller details obviously we we bring up in our private group and LAO private group which you've seen uh us give little polls about where you guys do, uh, would rather that, that direction that group, we'd rather go that group has about maybe like 40 45 you know of our core of our core members um that are always you know discussing certain topics getting their opinion um to make sure that everyone um make sure that everyone has a say in, in some sort of and, of what they want from LAO. And how many people are right now in LAO? Um I think we're about what it's more eighty plus? Uh, like I wanna I wanna say I wanna say about like seventy five, eighty Yeah, we yeah. have a cycle because I mean it's it's rough for everybody to show up uh all at once. Uh most a lot of most <laughs> of our members have yeah. kids and it's usually more than one kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we cycle about seventy-five, eighty members. Um, any given game. Yeah, like for for Open Cup, um, tickets were so cheap that we haven't been able to get that many people into one hundred six. But like, you know, some people can't afford to be there every yeah, game. So exactly. that, that was actually that, the cup that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of people went to their first LAFC game. Yeah, for, the, the open there, was, there was cup actually games. one cup match where we had a row of about twenty kids. Yeah, just, just kids. Nothing but children. Just kids. And that was that was one of those cut matches, which again, <laughs> most of them were pretty affordable. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of lot of underground yeah. LAFC fans in South Central. Yeah. Well, and so you know, you, uh, so you had mentioned too, right? That you know, not everybody can come to every game, you know, and and like so, Christian has seats in the South End. Right? I do, yeah. So I've I've actually only been to thirty two fifty two a few times because they were able to get me tickets so I sold those and joined them mm-hmm. but uh, that's a different atmosphere I, I commend you guys for you know doing that yeah. every game well, I mean and I, you know I, I on social media you can see that there are people that are constantly asking for 3252 North End seats so it's not like they're easy to come by so if you aren't somebody that already has season seats in the North End you know so where I mean are would you say like you know you get 45 to 60 people coming to each game are you guys all in the north end most for the most part or do you have is it kind of spread out throughout the stadium no well we talked about the, like the like for example this last the preseason game um we had what it was like 75 people there mm-hmm. um that that game and and you know it was all in the north end mm-hmm. um in 106 you know that's not including Christian and and his wife and a couple other people that are in that in our group, I'd um, say we're the exception. Like but, people yeah. not in the North End are the minority, like again, the extreme minority. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. But, but again, that that was available because yeah. it was a preseason game. Right and during regular season game, a lot of people have are full uh, season season, season members yeah. and holders. So that's not always possible during right. during the games. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 part of the vetting process that we can't wait to to get get this over with. Um, just to get a couple more uh, allocated tickets so our members could actually come full force every yeah. match. Yeah, it definitely helps the, the whole, um, you know, the whole the whole atmosphere when you have you know, all all sections of, of the thirty two fifty two going. Yeah. It's definitely a special moment, right? And you know, it's like for myself, I'm not part of any supporter group, mm-hmm. right? So, it's, you know, there's a lot of questions that I may have. Because you know it's it's just not it's just not my normal get down for a game you know like the mm-hmm. the pre drum and bass uh, sessions that go on the walks into the stadium or any of that but as somebody who's an outsider it's interesting just to hear about you know 
what is like we you know what's the agenda right where you know because everyone has a designated seat in the north end it's by sections mm-hmm. you know it's it's you know you know d9u and cuervos and and expos and and uh black army right so they all have their own section kind of and you guys have your own section in 106 but what about before the game where you know is there a designated area that you guys typically meet you know I think it's, it's right, trickling in or that right that when we tailgate we're like literally right across from the, yeah from why the don't game. you walk us through the beginning of that like go from game day what does that look like going from you guys setting up all the way to the stadium the merch truck. yeah so we set up right by the merch truck right in front of the what is that the north gate right. um that's where we usually are um that's where we usually are just hanging out there um, after that, you know, myself and my wife or um, a couple of our guys go in with the rest of the the rest of the, the 3252 groups and we go in and we set up the banners, we set up the flags, you know, pretty much get ready, you know, put the drums up, get ready for, for the whole, the whole you know, experience, making sure everything is ready to go. So when the doors do open, everything's already ready to go and set up. Um, then, you know, our, our guys come in, you know, everybody starts going for the $4 beers um, first, right? We all, we want to make sure that that's ready to go because... Once game time starts, we want to be ready to to support the team. And I'm hating on those four dollar beers, man, because nowhere else in the stadium has beers like that. <laughs> yeah, those things will get you in trouble too if you let them, man. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's a great thing. It's yeah. it's and that's another thing that this club has provided. Like for me personally, I remember the first uh, before the first home match, they had that private event, that VIP uh, um, RSVP event, right? Yeah. I've never been taken care of so good by any professional team in Los Angeles. Like I'm a, I'm a diehard Laker fan. Um, the Dodgers are a. I don't want to talk about the Dodgers right now. You know, <laughs> I grew up with them, walking distance of them. But uh, yeah, they we got free free food. It was uh, free drinks. Uh, we got a couple of free shirts and a hat. Yeah. Uh, I've never had that any type of uh, franchise take care of me like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you guys get recognized, well, su- supporters get recognized for the commitment and the time and effort that they well, put in. Well, you know what I mean? You know, you, you spend any time around anybody that knows any of the back history of this club and they built culture first. Exactly. And you, you don't, that's that's rare, yeah. right? That's really rare well, and, in MLS. And, but that just goes to show you how successful it is too that you look at a team that's like LAFC and yeah. you, I mean, you look at any other sports team, you know, that that's, relatively new they don't necessarily have a, a, a following like this so quickly and i think that you know a it's soccer yeah right like european soccer and mm-hmm. soccer in south america like they have a, a, a reputation and an expectation of what you want to see when you go to those games and uh you know i think that you know they they definitely wanted to get the culture part right first yeah and i think that's what attracted a lot of people you know people that really follow you know football and and see that the supporters make the club, they understood that, right? And that's why you have so many different supporter groups. That's why you have this, you know, this union with the 3252, and you have this, you know, the, the stadium being sold out every single game. Yeah, it just felt real right from the right from the beginning. You know, like for me, I, I've i been to a Carson game. I've been to one Carson game, I'm going to confess. Um, it was back in 96, 4th of July. Um, I, I asked my father, I was like, I want to see Jorge Campos live. Oh. Um, it wasn't so much me wanting to see the team. It was me wanting to see him. Yeah. Um, but after that, uh, I, I've never been back. I can't say I've been on another Carson match beyond that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, same with me. I mean, I've never followed MLS. I didn't even know that they changed their, their logo. Remember, it was like the ball and the foot, and then now it's it's a shield. Like, I had no clue. Like, I, I've never um, followed the domestic league here or any teams in particular. I just never felt connected in that sense. And I think that's 
something that we we share as a group as well. Like a lot of our guys, so say ninety nine percent of our guys. And, never and, follow them. and with that said, I'm the 1%, right? <laughs> and, and, and with that said, you know, it's it's interesting that there is this void that is filled by this this club that there were options, right? If you wanted to follow a domestic team, you had options to follow two teams at one time. Yep. And for whatever reason, there are people that didn't follow them or they left whatever team they were. And so it's, I'm just, I'm so interested in, in knowing what it was about that you were just like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going I'm to follow. The, I'm, this is the team I support. This is, this is going to be now my club. At the time when, when, it, when it was announced, I was living in West Hills up in the very, you know, in the mountains. And yeah, corner of the valley. valley yeah. And I was living up there. And when I found out, you know, right away, you know, I think it was like a deposit, like fifty dollars or something. And they sent me the red sticker. And just receiving that sticker was like, it was like heaven. Like I was like, wow. Like I, it was before anything even started. Before I, I don't know, probably even before the thirty to fifty two. I was just really excited. That sticker still on my refrigerator to this day. Um, but when I found out that the stadium was going to be literally within two miles, a mile from where I grew up, that really, you know, got, got me going yeah. like that. That felt that like cherry on top right there. Yeah. That felt like the people's club. Like it felt like our club in a sense. Yeah. It really, it really did. Like I grew up two miles away from the stadium. So you can feel LAUC being part of the community, like them engaging with the community. You saw it. You saw, yeah, it. you saw it. You saw it. So it feels good, like after a match, walking home and enjoying yeah. chanting down Figueroa. Like it, it feels good. Like people yeah. honking at you. Like it, if it, it, it feels right, it feels like you're at home. You're not. Yeah. Just, I actually see you guys not, walking down the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> watching, <laughs> all the European matches you watch as a U.S. fan, yeah. um, you you dream, you dream about the day where you're gonna have the opportunity to do Just something similar, exactly. or even fly overseas yeah. and have that experience, partake with, yeah. with your club, you know. But we have it here. And exactly. We're here from the get go, which is and I and I, I envy these guys because they yeah. they can literally say they can walk down the street and go home. Yeah. I, I live in somewhere. I have to drive but you know <laughs> i envy them because they can just walk down figueroa right and then every every detail that the, the city um is a part of you see it through the supporter groups too like i think sal was bringing up I remember the, the, at the friday night sal was telling us about the, the felix the cat and yeah. and you know now whenever i That's see so well, yeah whenever i see the chevy the chevy on figueroa i yeah, think of i think of luckies you know it's, it's chevy, one of, chevy, uh, yeah. Chevrolet. yeah, yeah that, that's yeah, what i think of yeah, yeah exactly like yeah. and that's those are landmarks that you as as a los angeles native you you grow up you grew up seeing you know what and i didn't even think about that right yeah. like, you know like I've, I've seen the felix the cat pin and and i knew that it came from luckies and i'm sitting here and i'm like I wonder what the Felix the Cat thing is. And I, and, yeah, right? But I mean, yeah. you know, it, it totally makes sense. That big old neon, mm-hmm. that neon Felix across the street from USC at the Chevy dealer. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that, mm-hmm. uh, damn, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah, you guys, you guys should definitely get a uh, get Sal in here. He'll, oh, well, he'll throw some knowledge. <laughs> we, we have uh, we have some some leads and a couple uh, a couple coming guys. So I, we we want to make sure. You know, the fabric of the club is expressed, right? Yeah. And you guys are part of that. And there's so many other stories. Um, yeah. So we want to be able to capture some of those stories and, you know, talk about them and have you guys be able to, to tell us why and what, what it means to you. Right. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, this is, you know, we want to talk about a lot of the history and a lot of the origin stories and stuff like that. And there's so many different stories that you can meet and a bunch of different 
of why they're here today. And, you know, this is the LAO is definitely just the first, the, one of the first stops that we have on a long list of uh, people that we want to get on the show. So, you know, just to kind of wrap things up, you, know, you guys have talked about your journey. And if you, each one of you can give us one of your favorite things that have come out from this process to this point, um, that'd be awesome. Uh, well, for me personally, it's um, it's the camaraderie. Um, meeting these guys from Alia United, um, not having known them before LAFC came about, and just the amount of, of, of brotherhood that's come out of this. You know, the guys that I brought down from Angelino Heights to meet them, including my brother, um, to, to vice versa, it's, it's, it's just golden. And... Yeah, man, you couldn't you couldn't have asked for any. I couldn't have asked for a better situation as far as people that love football and uh, love love everything about about the sport as much as I do. Honestly, it's same thing as same thing as Kenny. It's just the brotherhood and just just the family vibes like all around. Yeah, I mean they they pretty much said it for me too. I mean, you know when 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 you see these guys and and you come around with us and you see us laughing and just cracking jokes and. You know, they're, they're jokes that come years. Um, we're all family. You know, we're all brothers um, with, the same, with the same cause. And not only that, but I, I also do want to add that one of the, the great things that, that, I've, that I've experienced with LAO um, is, is meeting other people from other groups um, and seeing how passionate they are and, and how, how they've been so welcoming for us. And, you know, people from D9, people from Black Army, people from Expos, people from Quetables. People from anyone and any groups, like they've been really welcoming with us. But just showing what football is really about is uniting everyone under one yeah, purpose. Shout out to our neighbors. The <laughs> nines. Yeah. Much love up there, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, the colors are the same. Exactly. It's just expressed differently. Exactly. And that's all that matters. We're here for one for one's cause, and that's that's to provide the best atmosphere for our team so they can motivate to, to win these games. Well, hey, we just Christian and I want to say thank you very much for coming out here. I know that you you guys had to fight some traffic, especially coming from out from LA. So, uh, you know, on behalf of S two S, we just want to say thank you very much. And uh, to all of our listeners, make sure we actually we didn't even touch on this, and I wanted to talk about it earlier, but we actually got our first sponsor. Yeah, oh, so, congratulations, guys! <laughs> yeah. Shoulder to shoulder, LAC podcast has our first sponsor. Yeah. It is uh, Regulation Rebels. It's a uh, clothing brand. He just is a guy, Steve. He's just starting out and. Um, so if you are interested in any of his shirts, it's at Relegation Rebels. Uh, you can see his uh, work on Instagram. Uh, if you use the code LAFCS2S, you get 15% off of your purchase. Yeah, well, two startups getting together and starting something new. So uh, support him, support us, and uh, you know, give us a listen. We'll continue to bring interesting stories that uh, hopefully you guys can all relate to. Um, and then LAO and the rest of the supporter groups are always there before the matches at least two hours before. So you know, feel free to walk up to any of them and say hi to Kenny Raul or Francisco here if you see them. Uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll welcome you with open arms. And uh, make, sure to, make sure to come up to us uh, if you uh, want to hit us up on social media uh, for the game this upcoming Saturday. If you guys want to get any of uh, the scarves or pins or stickers that we have, all of our merchandise is finally in just in time for the season. So if you guys uh, are interested in any of the stickers or scarves or pins, just hit us up on social media, and then we'll be able to get you all that stuff before the game on Saturday and for the rest of the games for the uh, remainder of the season. So thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. us.